Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So here's an update. We talked a lot on this show about once a month about this resolution that Brendan Shea, member of the State Board of Education, put forward a revolutionary idea expressed by Brendan Shea that if you're born a boy, you are a boy. If you're born a girl, you are a girl. And that our schools should have separate bathrooms, locker rooms, shower facilities for girls and for boys. And if you're a boy suffering from gender dysphoria and you think you're a girl and you want to be a girl and you want to use the girls' restroom, shower, locker room, no, we're not going to accommodate that because while you may think that's an authentic disconnect, your biological reality, your mental recognition, it should not compel us to agree with you and disadvantage, make uncomfortable, psychologically damage in some cases, the girls who are actually girls. Brendan Shea, I mean, he is on the State Board of Education. So education is about things that are true and things that are not true. One plus one is two. One plus one is not open to interpretation, much the same way that your sex is not open to interpretation. You can do all the uh, hoops and reasoning and jumping around and debate the merits of one plus one equals equaling two, and you could probably talk yourself into the fact that it doesn't equal two, but the fact of the matter is it does equal two, and it always will equal two if truth matters. Well, truth matters. Truth has to matter because if truth doesn't matter, then you don't have a baseline to work from, and if you don't have a commonality of agreement on certain fundamental aspects of our society, then we don't have a society, we have anarchy. So this resolution has been before the State Board of Education, 19 members, 11 are elected, 8 are appointed by Governor Mike DeWine. And I can imagine that if Brendan Shea had introduced this resolution any time before five years ago, this would have been, yeah, sure, okay, don't know why you're proposing it, but rubber stamp it, okay, done, buy ya, see see ya, what else we got? What else we got on the agenda? Or can we go to lunch now? No, now this has sparked hundreds of of people coming and testifying before the State Board of Education and thousands of people writing in. And you can guess how this goes, right? Oh, here's an opportunity for us to show how vitriolic and mean conservatives are. So let's get our LGBTQIA alphabet mafia marshaled and head down there to the State Board of Education and tell those board members how many transgender kids are going to commit suicide if they don't reject this resolution. And so that's what they have done. And so normally 
logical people. They are on the State Board of Education. You either got elected or you got appointed. Can't be a wacko, I wouldn't think, and be given a share of uh, the stake in formulating education policy for the state of Ohio. I would assume you got to have something on the ball. Uh, They have uh, not been able to bring themselves not only to affirm this resolution or reject this resolution, they're so afraid of it they won't even vote on it. They're terrified of this resolution. Well, they're back at it today in executive committee, and they're supposedly voting on it today. And the head of the board, President Charlotte McGuire, has decided that this is such a hot potato, she has to offer her own resolution to resolve Brendan Shea's resolution, which, of course, what she wants to do is dumb down his resolution to try to find an area of commonality, good luck, between those who think biological boys should be able to shower with girls and those like me who think that's ridiculous. There's, you know, we always say, you know, we got to find common ground. We got to compromise. On some things, yeah, okay. On some things, yeah. You know, you want to order a pizza with me and you like pineapple and ham and I don't, you know, we'll figure out a compromise on that. But on this, no, there's no compromise. There's no middle ground, okay? There are some things I'm not going to compromise on. And the safety of young women in schools, the existence of women, period. Because if men can be women, how's that going to help women? Like, I'm stunned that this argument, this stupid viewpoint has been allowed to exist, given the fact that I thought the left was all about, like, equal pay for an equal job and believe all women and this, that, and the other. Like, now what? Are we supposed to believe all men who say they're women? What about the woman who says, you're not a woman. You can't come in here and shower. We don't believe her? This is nuts. In addition to this question, I just want to add that as a middle schooler, for instance, or even early high school, I wasn't even comfortable being in the locker room with other girls, yes. let alone and if that's there common was a for boys boy too. in that's it. Well, com- I'm that's sure, common for boys, too. Sure. I'm sure it is. Absolutely. We're all very conscious of our bodies at that age yes. in those younger years. And good grief. Yeah. So, here, mean, so, uh, so here's the resolution from Charlotte McGuire, who's okay. painted as evil. By the, uh, of course she is, Ohio Capital Journal, because Charlotte McGuire's husband is a pastor. Okay. And he appears to be a authentic pastor, not a fake pastor, not a heretic like we have so many of in this town. Uh, her amendment to the, uh, to the uh, Brandon Shea resolution, quote, urges the General Assembly to oppose and take appropriate policy action to address the Title IX regulatory changes proposed by the Biden administration and to protect and uphold student and parental rights as well as local control of schools and districts as defined by the Ohio Revised Code. So she's in agreement with Brennan Shea's resolution, but she wants to dumb it down enough so that the LGBTQ people go away. And they're not going to go away. No. They're not going to go they away. Will not. This is the other thing about any disagreement with the left when it comes to any fundamental issue that is bathed in either A, common sense, or B, biblical truth. They're never going to agree with you, like you, endorse your position, or accept you. 
Well, that's the truth on abortion. That's the truth on immigration. That's the truth on crime and punishment. That's the truth on transgenderism. They're just never going to be your friend. Never. And so trying to make friends with them is a lost endeavor, a completely lost endeavor. And now some of the people on the Board of Education say that Charlotte McGuire shouldn't have even offered a dumbed-down resolution because she is the president of the board and the president of the board is not supposed to have any opinion on the whole shooting match. She's just trying to move it over to another arena. This is so nuts. So they don't this have to deal so with This is so nuts. It. If this goes through, if, if the Biden administration is allowed to, on the federal level, dictate to schools that they have to include transgender people as a protected class, like right now, women are a protected class. You want to have a boys' basketball team? You got to have a girls' basketball team. Okay, you got to have a an equal breakdown. You can have some different girls' sports than boys' sports. Correct. For instance, they just added boys' volleyball, but for years they only had girls' volleyball. Well, they don't have girls' football, so they have boys' football. So they can balance mm-hmm. out, but you don't have to have exactly the same. But you have to offer similar opportunities. But if the Biden administration gets its way. They want transgender kids to have the same protections that Title IX was created to give to women. The only problem with that is, of course, if transgender people are included in those protections, it will eliminate those opportunities for girls. Here's the proof of that. Who's the first four-star admiral? Four-star female admiral. A dude, right? A dude. Richard, don't call me Richard, Rachel Levine. Right? A dude is the first female four-star admiral. Because Richard Levine is not a woman, but he says he is, and so he is the first female four-star admiral. This is all, I mean, it literally, it sounds like something, a, a stupid Hollywood script posed for us to endure in an alternate universe where everyone has lost their logical mind. But it's where we are. And it's defended by our president. Defended by our president. He can't sit down and have a no-holds-barred press conference with media people without being given a list of who to call on. But he'll sit and talk with a transgender activist, a male who's been a woman for about a month. I said Friday I was going to uh, perhaps start a segment called Today in Evil. Today's Today in Evil segment. Headline, Biden administration providing taxpayer-funded abortion access for migrant youth. Yes! Let's do nothing to police our southern border so teenage girls and young women get raped by drug cartels and others making their way to the border of Texas, and then when they're pregnant, uh, we'll pay for their abortion. Yay us! Aren't we compassionate? Uh, the Office of Refugee Resettlement uh, has provided a memo given to them by the Department of Health and Human Services, that's uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, saying that all refugees who are pregnant are to be transported to a state where abortion is lawful and available if the minor child is uh, pregnant. Wonderful. So 
Uh, they will not be, I would assume, coming here to Ohio because uh, we have, if we can get the whack judge's order in Cincinnati reversed, we'll have the heartbeat bill. They view Ohio as a state where abortion is uh, frowned upon, which it should be everywhere. Uh, so all the migrant child has to do is request an abortion, and then they are going to be shipped to where California, New York, uh, New Jersey, any place like that. Taxpayer-funded abortion. Taxpayer-funded. Of course, Planned Parenthood is uh, decidedly taxpayer-funded. The Biden administration has expanded abortion internationally by giving taxpayer dollars for abortions in other countries, always before that was against American law. Uh, Chelsea Human is the National Legislative Advisor for the pro-life advocacy organization Human Coalition Action. She says, what kind of message does this send to the rest of the world that we prioritize abortions instead of protection for immigrants? sends a message to the rest of the world that we're evil and we're led by an evil president and an evil administration because that is exactly the situation that we are in. Now, speaking of government overreach, I know that the idea behind this proposed law in Ohio has merit. I do not want to be insensitive to those of you who may have been the victim of a distracted driver. Uh, I have a friend who in one of the worst days uh, of my life was learning that his daughter had died in an accident uh, because of distracted driving. He has taken that and has done everything he can to educate young people about it. It is uh, a fantastic, fantastic response to one of the life's most debilitating emotional losses. But still, I am not in favor of this proposed Ohio law that would make texting while driving, checking social media, or talking on a handheld phone, fiddling with navigation app, or anything of the sort illegal in the state of Ohio. Right now, cops can stop you if you're 17 or younger if you're texting while driving, but to stop an adult for doing the same, they must commit another traffic violation. And you've seen it, I've seen it, you're driving on 270, you look over, a person is wobbly in their car or they start to veer toward you and you tap on your horn to get them to pay attention to where they're going and you look over and they got their phone right in front of their face and they're not paying in in like bumper to bumper traffic the guy behind this is brian lampton a republican from beaver beaver creek and cindy abrams a republican a former police officer we are going to save lives the minute this goes into effect mike dewine has said he will pass the bill Here's my thing. Exercise common sense. Have personal responsibility. Use your phone only when you absolutely positively need to in the car. But sometimes you're driving and, you know, you get a call, you got to reach for it. It's not, it is a misnomer to say that having Bluetooth is a fail safe that will keep you from ever being in an accident because when people are on their phone they call it distracted driving if you are talking to someone or calling someone reaching over pushing your touch screen flipping a knob back and forth whatever you are by definition not focusing your entire mental energies on driving and so you are to some degree maybe to a lesser degree but to some degree you are distracted in that situation i find it more distracting 
to have a screen over here right about at the end of my arm's reach to page through a phone book while I'm looking at the screen, looking back at the highway, all that, it's as distracting as it is looking at your phone. Now, there will be those who would say, well, there's a voice command. You can say call, whatever. And that may be true with the kind of phone that you have. My phone, I don't have an Apple phone, so my phone doesn't do the voice thing as well as I think some Apple phones do. So I just think this is a matter of common sense. And and I don't, here's the thing. We are trying to get to a point, are we not, where we aren't pulling as many people over because there are insinuations that if you pull somebody over, it's somehow (laughs) motivated by something other than, oh, that person committed a traffic violation, I'm going to pull them over. This is going to put police and municipalities and cities in an unnecessary legal jackpot. Because if you're pulling someone over and you say you pulled them over because they were texting, they're going to deny that they were texting, or they're going to say you targeted them because they're fill-in-the-blank. I mean, I just I just think it's an overreach. Our cops have enough to do. Our state patrol officers have enough to do. And they could also mistake you looking over down at your seat or whatever. They could mistake it. So I, I, don't, I don't favor this. I think that you have to be responsible. I'm not saying you should be unsafe. I'm just saying I don't favor it. Well, and, and anyone who's had small children, mine's grown, but small children, you know, catch your attention and you're talking to the toddler in the back seat that's strapped in and you're answering a question or what have you as you're heading to, you know, Susie's house to yeah. have a play date, that could be misconstrued as well. Yeah. I mean, here's what the bill would do. It would make using a handheld phone a primary offense for adults so officers can pull them over. It would allow for hands-free phone use and limit drivers to one-touch or one-swipe actions. How are you going to prove that? Exactly. How are you going to prove that? Yeah. It would require law enforcement to report the race of those ticketed for distracting driving. So that's their way of trying to make sure that it's not racially motivated or used for profiling. It would provide for a $150 fine or a distracted driving course on the first offense. So cha-ching, they're going to cash in on that because nobody's going to take the course. I'm one of those people that if I stop at a traffic light or I'm stopped, you know, three or four yeah. cars back at a traffic light. Check your you phone. Know, I might – I have it actually sitting up close to the steering wheel-ish and, you know, I may, you know, take a look at something that's come in. And like you, my phone is um, a little bit older uh, and it works okay, but it, the the voice thing isn't always perfect. I agree with you. It's it's. I think this is much. way too hard to adjudicate. I don't think officers want this headache, and I just think it's government overreach. Like you have to, at some point in time, we are going to have to be able to be responsible people, responsible for our own actions, use common sense. I think this law. Not needed, in my opinion.